Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, John Wayne, this guy. Holy shit. I'm here back, back in Wayne Manor, back in the studio of Evil, where I am uh, currently eviling it up. I'm uh, sorry if I sound a little distracted. It's because I am. I'm using a brand new software. If you've been uh, following along on my Instagram and stuff, I've been talking about um, my voiceover narration work, and um, I, you know, I, I don't know what the fuck happened here, guys. Like I've been using GarageBand to do all my my stuff. Uh, without problem, like no, like I've had no issues. I, I've I dialed all my settings in. I had everything like fucking perfect. Everything was fine. And then I go to start working on this project for this job, and I'm like, it, it, it's nothing that I was doing like originally was working. Like all of my levels were were bouncing. Like the tracks would bounce down out of whack with like you know, this is too high and these peaks are too high, like, this is too low. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I have all this stuff dialed in. This should be fine. I'm going, I spent hours, guys, hours on this, um, a couple of days, for a couple of days this week, where one, like, I got up uh, one day or, like, you know, this week and I was like, all right, here I go. I'm going to hit, I'm going to fucking record as long as I can today until, like, you know, it's too noisy or after whatever. And I spent, end up spending like five hours trying to figure out why these tracks are like this and like what what am I doing wrong I read the same chapter a 30 a, cha- a chapter that took 35 minutes to read uh, I mean not just to read but it, it ends up being 35 minutes a 35 minute long track right but of course you know that takes you longer to read it I go back I do read you know retake different lines if I didn't like the way I said it or if I fuck up I'll, I go so it's maybe let's just stay about an hour so I so that's like an hour per me trying to read this differently and thinking that I have a fucking thing messed up in my settings or what the, the volume I don't know I did it three different three different times and it was still like bounce kicking it back to me and I was then going through these tracks with like painstakingly looking at decibel levels and peaks and pulling things down like and just like uh, with the automation um and what i mean by that's like the automation is like the level um the level that everything's going at when you automate the level you can make things like in one section be short you know uh softer you know or not as loud or very loud you know if you need to bring something up like for instance sometimes on like vital social issues and stuff uh with chris and john wayne that i do with christopher triana we have that the Corey hotline and some of the calls um it just like has to do with people's phones or whatever. The calls are a little bit quieter than others, so I can go in and bump that volume up in the in the show before we put it out, so everyone can hear the calls better. So it's like that. Just in, just in one section can be a different volume. So I'm I'm messing with that. I mean, like literally taking so fucking long. I start watching YouTube videos, how to fix this, how do I do this, and I'm I'm doing everything. I really am like, what the hell is wrong with this? So I finally like start looking into other options. Like, well, maybe I need something else and like through like the youtube hole i'm going down i'm i'm like i find uh different softwares i looked at uh i think one called reaper for a really long time and i was like i don't know if this is the right one for me like i read a bunch of reviews and and like it just every time it kind of sounded good i'd read a review where someone's like yeah and also like this is fine but jesus christ what a lot of work it is to pull all the fucking you know bells and whistles out of this that you want and like and I have like I have a good working knowledge of sound recording. You know, I've used a bunch of different softwares. Like I've said before, I've been at a bunch of different studios uh, to record. So I have some hands-on 
things here and there, and I've been fucking with it, you know, for years by myself. So I was like, I don't know why this is eluding me. But I did a bunch of reading, a bunch of research, and finally landed on, um, I was like, uh, well, it looks like I'm going to give Adobe Audition a try here and see what that's all about. Uh, I think that might be the way to go. And guess what, people? It was the way to go. That is what I'm I'm currently recording this on. Watch me put it out. It's all like, (laughs) no, I'm using that right now. So this is my first time to record the podcast on this uh, particular software. So uh, we'll see if it sounds different or bad or some shit. Let me know. But uh, I think it's going to be okay. I'm, I'm, uh. I'm I'm learning it, you know. It's this has got this is like a, a a professional, you know, industry standard type program, and it's got a lot of stuff involved uh, in it, and that's cool. And I have to learn, like I ha- I know, I know what a lot of the things are. Like I I just fucking around with it, you know, because I like to just jump into something and just start kind of fucking with it and playing around with it before I start to necessarily do any serious like reading the instructions or, you know, but I watched a bunch of videos, like a lot of the, from software to software, a lot of these recording things, it's, it's a lot of the same thing you're looking at, right? Like the layout may look a little bit different, but the tools are basically the same and you just kind of have to find them. Maybe they're in different spots. Maybe this does something a little different. Maybe this does something a little better or worse, you know, just kind of have to fuck with it. But I do plan on a part of my, uh, you know, goals are not goals but what i'm going to do uh this the rest of this week is is uh a lot of um learning about the software i'm just going to i'm just going to watch a bunch of like the their youtube videos like just like uh you know i'm going to watch everything from uh, you know audition base, basic working in audition to like advanced more advanced stuff so i can just make sure i'm getting everything out of this uh that i i i can and that i need to but so far, so good. I'm really uh, enjoying using this this software. So it's it's brand new. So that was a lot of of my uh, my week. That or that was part of my week, not a lot of my week. But anyway, I wanted to say that up top because this is uh, this is all new. I've got a new display like in front of me. Um, looks pretty similar, like I said, to GarageBand, but a lot of different things everywhere. And I I have to make sure I'm not getting distracted and just looking at the screen like, what does that one mean? Or what is sudden death? If not what? No. Okay, but. Anyway, welcome to the show, everyone. I certainly appreciate you guys uh, being here with me today and hanging out in the show. If you're new to the show, thanks for checking it out. Uh, maybe if you you know came back, welcome back. Hey, and uh, it's so great to have you here. First thing, though, up top, I do need to. It's uh, the first uh, show of the month. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, shake up, back up, back up, bump. First of the month, you know what I do there. I got to every single one of my Patreon um, supporters and subscribers a shout out big time shouts out to my Patreon people and let's go that man Hugo Camacho what's up dude keeping it fresh and rocking it out with Ornisi's Press you're a bad motherfucker rocking the world over there Uh, Jamie Gucker I love you so much you're a bad motherfucker reading all the time Jessica Reeves thank you thank you shouts out to you you rule Cody Codeman Jacks hey got his DBA the man is getting his shit together if you need a massage this man has got through school he's got his fucking massage master degree or whatever the fuck you get and he is ready to go and this man I've seen him work on people. He's got good hands. He's got great sensibilities, and he's a bad, bad motherfucker. Code 
Code Man Jax, Cody Jax. Shouts out to you, man, and congrats on getting your business started, dude. Best of luck to you. Nick Hogleg Poncio, you know what's up. I love you, buddy. Shannon Bradner, I'm missing you, girl. Got to see you out there soon. I, I see you on the, on the onlines, and uh, I, I, need to, I need to get a hug here soon. Tim Feely, you bad motherfucker. Thank you so much, dude. I uh, appreciate you. I'll see you out there soon. John the Man Rodney, I love you to death. You're an awesome, awesome dude. Your support has meant the world to me kept me going i appreciate it mary beecher my chicago queen i didn't see you out there in chicago maybe uh next time i'm gonna be up there again soon i love you thank you so much judy Madil, my maza thank you maza i appreciate your support amy torres mccoy oh i love that smile and that laugh girl thank you so much shouts out to you uh, Charles Chadwick, Bert Stanton speaking, my, my, my party buddy out in Vegas. What's up, my brother? Uh, I know we already chatted, so I know you got back in one piece. But, man, it's been hard to be back from there. I, I love you, dude. Thank you. Jared Barbie, my man over there, Death's Head Press. Thank you so much for the support, dude. Oh, man, this motherfucker, David DeBertadidez, my man. The da 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 damn David. I love you so much, dude. Kick ass. You're a bad motherfucker. I hope everything's going well. Alicia and Chris Stamps, I love you guys. Thank you so much for all your support. And uh, I'm drinking out of your coffee mug right now that you sent me. I love it, love it, love ya. Dustin Hendricks, thank you, my man. You're a bad motherfucker. I appreciate your support. Glad to see everything's going well for you out there. Oscar Garcia, I love you, man. Thank you so much for always being there. I got your shirt in, dude. I'm going to get it to you, so don't worry. Jay Wright, you bad, bad motherfucker. Thank you so much, dude. Shouts out to you. Hope it's all going well out there. David McCoy, uh-oh. I know what's up. Thanks so much, dude. Uh, hey, bars are opening back up. We're going to have to get some beers here. Charles, the Animal Steel, my man, out there. Uh, Funko Hunter, 803. Carolina Funko Fiends, uh, living it up. Thank you so much, dude. I appreciate you. Uh, you're the man. Carrie Little, Kamenala, my sister. Thank you, Carrie. Hey, everyone, check, check out uh, at Fit, Feeling Fit with Carrie on Instagram. Or Feeling Fit with Carrie on on. Uh, all the platforms. I've been taking my sister's yoga class for, I don't know, man. I was trying to think how many months. I mean, it's been at least six months, if not more. And I feel fucking great. I do it twice a week. And I love, I love yoga now. This is like, it's the best thing ever. So check her out. Tony Evans, you bad bitch. You know, you know, you're out there fucking killing it. Uh, as I read this, you better be sitting in that coffee shop right and right now, man. I love you, dude. I'll see you soon. Lucas Miller on what's up, man. I will see you soon. I saw that, uh, at least I get to see it scares at care. If not sooner, I love you, dude. I appreciate it. We're going to have to hit some weird shaped bong that you have up there. I'm sure together. Brian Keene, the great and powerful. Thank you, my brother. Thank you for all the support and for supporting me. I, I love you so much. Uh, Rodney, simply Rodney. Thank you so much, dude. You're the man. I appreciate your support. You're a bad, bad motherfucker, and I thank you so much. Uh-oh, mother horror. Sadie, thank you so much, darling. You rule. I appreciate all of your support. Thank you for again for having me read for your birthday. I hope your birthday kicked major ass, and uh, it was a it was an honor to be a part of, of the celebration with the reading. Mr. Frank, Frank Edler, check out Mr. Frank and Bazong every week, guys. Every Monday, another awesome podcast. Also, I uh, read the did the narration for Mr. Frank's book, uh, Brats from Hell. So check that out. That's on Audible and all those places. Very fun, very funny. Uh, Blake Arledge, Blake, what's up, man? I hope you're doing good, dude. Uh, I'm gonna man, I'm gonna be out in your neck of the woods a couple of times coming up here uh up there in the carolinas so uh do hit me up because let's let's hang out man even if uh we can't hopefully i'll see you at these cons but let's get a beer or something man you rule i appreciate it tobias thank you so much dude thanks for giving me a uh a shout out uh, uh 
Shouts out to you. Thanks for getting back with me and then give me some feedback on the tarot readings. I appreciate you, dude, and I appreciate you uh, always listening to uh, vital social issues and stuff as well. You're the you're the goddamn man. Thank you. Oh, Shelley Rose Amelia, you are what a what a wonderful wonderful person. Thank you so much for all your support. Shouts out to you, everyone. Please check out the Lunch Ladies Book Club podcast and Disheveled by Dawn. Shouts out to you, Dawn. Thank you so much. You're the best. I think I'll be back uh, where you are as well soon. So anyway. Anyway, shouts out to you and shouts out to everyone. Thank you guys for the support. This Patreon keeps me alive, as you know, uh, being out there on the road almost constantly now. And uh, just, you know, there's a lot that goes into that and a lot that has, you know, to be prepped and and you know it's like oh i sold a bunch of books but guess what i gotta buy a bunch of books to take back out there it's it's, it's all kinds of shit you know that but i appreciate all the support and even even just listening to the show and telling your friends about it you know checking out my books it's awesome but thank you guys so much if you'd like to be a part of my patreon just go to patreon.com slash john wayne is dead you can sign up for one of the tiers there and get some uh awesome things with all of those plus uh every tier gets you access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast in which i talk to other artists from around the country and the world even on all the things that they do and what's going on and uh while i'm on the road and we i've got a bunch of good ones uh so check that out and that comes uh with every tier including if you just want to listen to the podcast it's one dollar a month at the dollar beer club uh tier on there so thank you guys i appreciate it check it out patreon.com slash john wade is dead now moving on so one awesome thing about this week like I said, I you know, got this new software here. I'm learning it. Um, which these things are weird now. Do you? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people know this, but I, uh, I might have talked about this when I upgraded. I got uh, Microsoft Word several months back uh, because well, I had a, I had Microsoft Word, but I had had this like you know pirated copy of Microsoft Office from like years ago that I've been using, and uh, finally I had to upgrade it. It was just like they nailed me i don't know what was happening but it was fucking up my whole word so but these are all like subscription based like you don't just i mean i I like the fact that you don't have to go to the store and buy like a box with a cd in it or whatever the fuck because most computers don't even have cd drives now but i like that you can just download it which seems like that's the way it should be but this they're fucking getting you man they're sticking it in and breaking it off because it's a good thing it's good because you're always like hooked up to i guess the the company and the software so any upgrades or any tweaks or patches that you get them right away okay which is cool but not that i mean you could probably do that before but man you got to pay a subscription fee so like for uh, you know audition this one you either pay like x amount a month or you you know you can you know bite off a year's worth of a subscription and you know pay it the next year again so i don't know i don't know how i feel about that but i guess it's one of the good things is like when you're done using it like if i'm like well if I'm doing month to month and I'm like, well, this sucks. I don't want it anymore. I can just cancel it. And I didn't spend, you know, thousands of dollars, whatever it costs for some of these software suites. But it's cool anyway. I, I dig it. But bigger news than that, uh, what, what was um, even more fun and more awesome this week was that I got to um, return, return to the stage um, as far as uh, it goes in the sense of musical Uh, not being in a musical. Uh, I'm out of my mind. Did I mention that I'm smoking weed? Uh, Of course I didn't. I forgot. Grandpappy's Medicine is here. I'm drinking coffee. I'm just blowing and going this morning, guys. I'm ready for it. So, So, um, I got to play. I got to play a a little show here um, at uh, my buddies 
at Merge Studios. Shouts out. These these guys make um, all kinds of huge, huge metal art uh pieces and and then they actually do the installations like around the country they when nick and i were just in pennsylvania they were actually over in maryland very you know relatively close to us and doing a huge installation on this this wall of all this different uh, just this wavy metal pieces that all fit together in this design is really cool so they are um they moved their facility um to a different place um here in, in the city uh, not too too far, but they had a like a moving out like party uh, on f- this past Friday where you know and my buddy Adam shouts out um, uh, the chief calls me up and's like hey you wanna you wanna come play our party and I'm like fuck yeah I do well, you know he, this was like on Tuesday I think and he's like on Friday and I was like all right now I uh, Chris Jet who is my the drummer and John Wayne is dead it was out of town. Uh, He's on the road uh, with his, his father, I believe, and his son going to visit some folks and stuff. So um, I knew he couldn't do it, but I but I still wanted. I mean, I still I, I play by myself all the time, and you know, like uh, at these cons and and things like that. So it's no big deal to me to play by myself. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, bring it, man." And I was like, "All right, dude, I'm awesome. I'm awesome. Yes, I am awesome." But I was awesomely excited, I guess, uh, about it. So I I you know was prepping. I was playing. You know, I. I mean, I play my guitar pretty much, you know, all, almost all the time anyway, but I really was like, all right, I got to get ready, man. I haven't, like, really ripped through a bunch of songs in a set, like, in a while. Let me try to put, like, because usually if I'm practicing at home, I'm just, like, sitting in here in the in the um, office studio of Evil, just, like, just playing song, like, just like, oh, I'm going to play this song. I'll play this song. I'll play this song. But this, like, I actually sat down, I wrote, I wrote out like uh, some, you know, what songs like set likewise I would do. I wrote thirty. I wrote thirty songs, um, and I put them into just like three sets. Maybe it's thirty-two songs, something like that. Something like that. Thirty songs at least. Um, and uh, yeah, I just like I went through them, like just like old times, like when Chris and I would go play those cover shows at like Old City Pub and shit. Where it would be like those, you know, all those those four hour shows. We would we were so nuts. We would get off of work because when we were both working at Starbucks, go to his house and practice, like run the whole four hour set at his house first, and then like pack up and you know have a couple beers and go to the bar and play it all over again. Um, but that's what it takes to be a professional, people. Uh, I guess. But yeah, we would do crazy shit like that. So that's basically what I did again. I just uh, on Friday afternoon, I just sat there and. Played through all the songs, you know, and, uh, you know, I felt good about it. And then uh, I head up there. I go over there. Nick uh, Nick P came with me. You know, he met me here at the house. We we went over there because they're like, yeah, we're not, I mean, you know, we'll give you all the beer and shit you can drink. And I'm like, that, that works for me. Um, and I didn't have to bring a PA or anything because my buddy Richard, the wolf, oh, Brought the PA. Uh, Richard played in uh, Hacksaw Man, which is no longer a band anymore, rest in power, uh, and Sugarball Express, which I believe he's still back playing drums with them right now. Um, awesome band from that no, we've known forever. I've known Richard for so for forever, dude, for like well over fi- probably like 15 years or so, just from playing in bands and shit. And he um, he brought a he brought his PA. And I told I, I told Adam to tell him, hey, bring his drums because you know Richard plays in like you know these country type uh, rockabilly bands. That's pretty much what I'm doing. I mean, just 
sit in and we'll we'll figure it out. So this motherfucker, we set his drums up. He played the whole all all the sets with me, with like like all, like very minimal issue at all. Like we it was like pretty much non-existent. Every every song I was like, all right, this this four four, and this is a country beat and blah blah, blah and then just like go, we'd go. A lot of the songs. <clears throat> Like a lot of the countries and cover songs I was doing, he he knew those songs, so those were easy. But I still I still play things like a little bit differently. I'll put a f- different flair on things and songs, and you know, of course the tempo is always like go 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 big, you know. Uh, so I was like, uh, you know, but Richard's a professional as well. He just he just sat he just fucking sat right in the, in the pocket and just just we uh, it was it was awesome. It was a great time. And here and like. So, oh, and there's some footage uh, I put up there on my Instagram, I think, and uh, Facebook, I believe. My buddy Jesus took some videos. Christy Whiskey was out there with Barb. Shouts out, guys. I love you. Thank you guys for coming down uh, to hang out and, and, and do that. Uh, Christy put some some videos up there, I believe. So there's some footage, but as soon as we started, like we got up there and we opened with uh, I want I opened with Punk Rock Girls, which is one of one of uh, my songs, uh, John Wayne's Dead song, and it was like from the get, I guess from the like the just from the hit, like a first like one two three four, and I stepped up to the mic and opened my mouth to sing, and it as soon as like sound came out of my mouth and I was playing guitar, standing there in front of people in the mic, like I knew like that I was like oh this is gonna be this is gonna be good. Like I just knew, I just knew it. I was like, this is going to be a good, a good fucking show. And it was, man. It was like, everything sounded great. Like we're in this cleared out, you know, fucking kind of metal building work workshop that like their shop that, you know, they were in. So it's a big space and the people started filling in. Like the pictures make it look like we're just standing on, I mean, we are standing on the floor, but uh, the pictures that are up there at least, but man, once we got going, after the first few songs, and especially like the rest of the sets, people were like right up, pretty much against us, uh, you know, standing up there. And there, you know, there was a good amount of people there, you know, um, for a party, like sixty or so people. Um, you know, that's not a big, huge deal, but 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 to, it was good. It was a big deal to me uh, just to be able to play and and get all those you know rock and roll out. I don't know, man. It just felt really really good so i'm i'm excited for more shows uh hopefully what i want to do is you know uh get uh, when when chris chris and i get like our schedules back together and get uh to books book regular shows you know that we do when i'm in town uh but also when i'm home here now i want to try to pick up some of these cover shows like you know there's weeknights where 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 bars have like you know, they have a guy in there singing songs or some shit like that or whatever. I want, I want to try now. I want to start picking those up again. I know I was doing a couple of those before quarantine and all that stuff, but now I, I really am like, okay, you know, I want to do that while I'm home too. I want to, and I also want, you know, Chris and I to start rocking out some shows because that was just too much fun. I loved it. Um, it was, it was really great. So thanks to Merge. Thanks to everyone who came out. Um, and thanks, uh, thanks to you. Uh, it was, it was really cool. So outside of that, you know, the rest of the week has just been, um, just, uh, drawing and, and writing and getting, you know, looking at the future here, looking at my schedule 
and uh, just trying to stay sharp and trying not to uh, lose my mind or fall off track and uh, anything like that. Oh, but like this, this that was another thing. Like this playing this show. Uh, I, I was talking last week about, uh, or the week before about you know this this last trip really helping to kind of write my my moods and my uh, you know perspective on things. Uh, you know, and it was really like a good va- for for me. It was a good. It just everything was a good, very validating. Uh, it was a very nice ego boost and just uh, overall feeling good. And this this was like another part of that, just like uh, you know another key fit in like clicked, and I was like, oh god, yes, this is what it is. Okay, um, so very very awesome. And then after that, after we uh, I was done playing, actually, I went to uh, Nick and I went to um my buddy tony kalen's uh studio kalen over at kalen customs at his shop he's got a pretty rad ass studio in there and we just like drank more beer and like pl- tony and i jammed like for a while he I, he let me uh i was playing his flying b his gibson flying v he was behind the drums i was hooked up i was like dialing in tones to this like orange amp and shit and just like screaming like ah! like stuff and re- you know, jesse was back there his buddy recording some of the stuff so i don't even know what that sounded like but uh, it was fun, dude. We're like jamming out, and before we knew it, it's like three a.m. And Nick and I are like, we better fucking leave, man. Uh, but wow, that was a it was a great time. So yeah, a lot of just a lot of music going on that day, and it's so much fun. Uh, so yeah, so that's been my week, guys. And uh, just getting ready for the road, and and um, oh, the huge thank you to all the people, everyone out there who ordered my the the tarot card set, the the four card. Uh, metal collector set not the the whole deck is not done yet but i am uh if you you might have saw this or not i put out four cards the uh the world the seven of cups the three of swords and the devil in uh they're three and a three and a quarter by two and a quarter inch and they're iridescent and metal like like the bookmarks that i i have sometimes if you guys have seen those uh out there but yeah, so uh, there, there's still some available out there. They're hand numbered and and signed all by me. They come in a set of four, and they're on the the website johnwaysdead.com/shop. So thank you to everyone that bought them. It was it was a very uh, it was a successful uh, venture, and I look forward to uh, having these at the show. The ones that I've left, but jump on uh, jump on the site and check them out if you want. And you know maybe uh, pick them up because once these are gone, I'm not going to make any more of them. So. Uh, moving on, speaking of tarot, I think it's time to get to our three-card tarot reading of the week. As you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before the show, and I just uh, think about and write down the things that have been on my mind, what's been going on with me, and try to get a fresh perspective on those through the cards and, and you know, put out a nice little general general reading for us all to hopefully get something out of, so... This week, uh, you know, what, what's what been on my mind is just, you know, um, just uh, like I've been talking, kind of talking like a renewal, like a, a sense of renewal, thinking about that and like uh, uh, the renewed focus, having a renewed focus, like stepping back and making sure my focus is still right and where it needs to be and what I'm doing and all of this. Uh, and, uh, time management as far as scheduling, uh, you know, that's still been on my mind a whole, whole lot business, business end of what I do. I need to get so much better at, and, um, you know, just, just that mental and emotional balance probably, um, more so than anything else, uh, right now. So that, uh, so that being said, let's get into our first card here. Okay, there we go. Um, so... 
Our first card is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the upright. These are now these all the cards this week. Again, they're in, all in the upright position. Uh, so the nine of swords is the first card we get upright. Now, it, what the nine of swords looks like, it, it doesn't necessarily look like a, a, a happy scene going on. There is a woman crying in a bed. Uh, with these nine swords on the wall behind her, um, or she's got her ha- head in her hands, you know, like that kind of like, whoa, oh no, something's wrong. Now, w- so what this card is, you know, is suggesting or 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 possibly wanting us to to look at is we are letting uh, a lot of negative or dark thoughts, whatever you want to say, uh, stack up on us, right? So those swords are like kind of on the wall, just like all stacked up, not stacked, but they're like, you know, on the wall behind her and that's like that's representing all this negative stuff that we're just letting stack up um it's you know we're we're basically adding to our stress and anxiety um and our fears ourselves we're we're just like feeding into these thoughts we're we're starting to give uh, weight to them and importance for whatever reason and we're letting them stack up because we're now going from well that one with that then this then oh and then that and then, and then, and then when, before we know it we're inventing like there's not just nine swords on the wall there's thousands or hundreds or a dozen whatever it may be it, it's easy to to find other negative things to go to go down that hole on right <clears throat> so this is this is a cycle that we're getting stuck in and i've talked about this before where it's you know like it's just like a the wheels of the spoke like spokes in a wheel you know it's just going and going and going and you know all these these spokes are in that wheel as it just keeps turning and turning and turning uh and without stopping and and here's the thing like we need to be very very careful of when we talk about like you know having being positive or or manifesting things uh got to be careful when you if you fall into this kind of thought process because it can be a self-fulfilling prophecy um you know you start thinking something you know long enough you you don't realize that you you start to actually express it physically and with body language and you know in subtext or whatever with what you're saying you don't even realize you're doing it and you will bring up you can bring about this bad thing that you're uh, you know, basically af- afraid, you know, this fear-driven thing that that is not going to happen, but you, for some reason, we have it in our head that this is going to happen. Oh, this has got to happen. Oh, this is this. Oh, this is going to be, oh, I know, blah, blah, blah. And we just bring it about, you know, and that's, we need to, like I said, that's a cycle we need to get into and break it. And like I've said this before, I think on my YouTube channel thing for um, Card of the Day, you know, like I said, this is like a, a, the spokes are going in this. We have to break this cycle by, by, you know, injecting the positive back in and, and changing our perspective to look at the good things that we have going on. So that's why I was like saying that that wheel is turning. We need to throw, you know, things in it to slow it down, stop it. Maybe you throw a pencil in there at first, but soon it's a ruler and then it's a fucking tree trunk. And that, that then the whole wheel of negativity isn't spinning anymore and the spokes are all broken um all the negative thoughts that are spinning it uh and easier said than done i I know but this is how like i like to approach this is you know we need to look like i said change your perspective and realize that you have good things going on as well and and look at those good things no matter how small they are 
in in comparison to something to the negative thing or things or how you're looking at it just start there just start there whatever it is you know like uh just i mean if you're in the arts like just from my point of view if you're like oh wow man i say you know if you're having trouble getting something out there whatever you're starting getting all down on yourself you still that all these things that can happen but look at like okay well i did do this look at how you know well, that was three years ago. Well, still, I did it. Now, that's part of the stepping stone to get to this and that and that and this. And look at, oh, but you know what? And I did this too. And you can just, it's just not about like, you know, feeding your ego or building up some arrogance in you. It's just about recentering and realizing like, no, no, not all this bad shit, good shit. I have this good shit and that's the way I'm going to keep going. So, you know, that's that's what I look at with this card. You know, it, it's... Like I said, not not. It's easier said than done, and sometimes you do need help for this. So there's nothing wrong with reaching out to somebody to help you get help give you perspective. You know, sometimes you need somebody else to be like, "Look, you need to stop fucking boohooing because look at this." You know, we need that. You need to get checked by your friends for sure. That's why they're your friends. Um, but you know, checking you aside, they you know they can help if you want to talk talk about this for sure so next card the star baby or oh, a big bright shining star so uh, again upright so the star this is like this represents you know renewal uh like a new sense of of uh just everything and you you appreciate what's happening a new sense of appreciation for what you have uh you know renewed belief like in the universe and like all you know the, the positive, the good things, a peaceful time in the positivity, you know, all of these things are kind of renewed because we've come out of something maybe possibly, <clears throat> you know, in the deck, this card follows the tower, which is, of course, major destruction. But this is this is renewal. But but looking at it against what we just saw, with the nine of swords, this is, you know, if we, we change our perspective, we start getting that positive back, you know, dismissing these negative thoughts, bringing back the good energy and the calmness. This is a time for, you know, okay, we got through that, fuck that shit, now I'm renewed and I'm going to have a new appreciation for what I have and what I've done and what I'm trying to do and what I'm going to do because, you know, we've we've righted our perspective on, on this situation. Uh, you know, um, it's just, it's this card is just all good, man. You're, you're, we're letting our, our intuition, you know, we're in good communication with our intuition we, and, and we're realizing and we're having like more and more of a view of, you know what, anything is possible. Uh, I, I can do this. I can do this. Why not? Why couldn't I? Who's, who's telling me I can't do this except for myself? Fuck that. Why would I do that? Of course, anything is possible. I can do this. I'm going to put my, you know, thing in this. I'm going to put my hands in this pie. I'm going to fucking do my thing and reach out for these opportunities because, you know, God damn it! That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, it's we've bre- we bre- we're breaking that negative uh, thought pattern with this. You know, this is the star really helps bring us through that that uh, negative breaking that negative cycle, I believe. And then the last card we got seven of pentacles. Of course, uh, I love uh, I do like this card a lot as well. Um, upright, I, uh, as I said, this you know on the on the card there's a a person that's you know looking at uh, with a sense of satisfaction leaning on like a gardening tool maybe a hoe or something looking at this big bush plant or whatever with all these pentacles in it it's a glorious thing and what this card shows is like we now we we've come to a point where we understand what 
we need to do for long-term success and, and to keep this what we're doing and keep on track for the long term. We learned the value of putting that time in and, and that focused energy on things that need to be done daily, like, you know, the day-to-day type of things. Sometimes that may seem boring, but you got to do them, you know, if you want to progress and, and keep moving. Uh, and now we're seeing that and we're, we're incorporating all of that kind of uh all of that in that understanding now it's like it's like an aha moment of like okay i get how this works now i need i this this is what it takes and we're okay with it maybe you've always been okay with that kind of stuff but not but you but maybe now you're just coming into peace with that like all right you know this is this is what i'm gonna do and this is what i want to do and there's no excuses um you know we're again this is all about the long term uh you know we know that the pentacles are are, are uh, material and uh, physical things and wealth and you know all that kind of stuff so this is all about doing all this stuff having a good foundation preparing yourself uh setting yourself up basically for success in a long-term fashion um and it it's one of those things where you got to work real hard now but man is it going to pay off in the long run and you understand that so therefore you stick with it and uh yeah and it's just uh you know you have a good like again following over from the star you get like a very good sense of of peace about this and, and you're grateful for it and you, and you you're able to focus better on on where you are right now uh because of that so that's our reading for this week i i think that was a good one i got a lot out of that one i hope you did as as well um so yeah so if you'd like to check out more of that i i kind of gotten out of doing my daily card readings guys on, on my instagram i'm gonna get back to doing well, i'm trying to decide i might just do the put my videos of it on youtube and then show what the card of the day is on Instagram and then have the reading on the YouTube channel. Just just uh, some things I'm playing with. But I, I you can always check that out at the John Wayne is Dead YouTube channel, all of my card of the day readings and, uh, and other good stuff. And uh, that was very, uh, I don't know, I enjoyed it very much. So thank you guys. Uh, moving right along. Moving right along. Um, we will, uh, that brings us uh, to our story portion of the show this week um so anyway it was i was thinking about this earlier and it it all kind of came um i was you know very much uh basking basking if you will in uh the the show like i, I spoke about earlier um getting to play on stage again and and in front of people and how uh, i don't know i guess how integral that is to uh my I don't know who I am and might be just like a, a, a key, a certain sense of contentness that, that comes with that and happiness. So I was thinking about like, you know, I've been in bands, many different bands for many years um, and played a lot of different shows. And, you know, I, I dropped some shows, show and tour stories on you guys uh, from time to time. So I was thinking about shows and how good some of the times like you're just like, man, this is like fucking right. This is it, dude. This is awesome. You know, everything's just humming along great. So I thought about this. Uh, this story um, is about, uh, so, you know, from, from a few years ago, uh, about a great show. And it's, uh, let's call this one, um, <clears throat> uh, Omega Profits Really Big Shoe. So this story is from... Uh, some a few few years back, uh, many may maybe like definitely over ten, I would say. Um, 
like I said, I've played in a bunch of bands and, you know, been playing music for a while. Uh, and at this point, I was playing in two bands. I was playing in Harem Festival and Letters to Voltron, both of which I've talked about on this show and told stories about and all that kind of good stuff. But I was so I was playing a lot of shows and playing a lot of local shows and all that kind of stuff between the two bands. And we were, uh, you know, bumping it, bumping up against, you know, the same the same a lot of the same bands a lot of the time and not even on just on accident i mean 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 to make it sound like oh we just keep running into you guys yeah sometimes that that does happen uh but this was like one of those things where that's it started like that and then we kind of kept connecting like uh and playing together um on purpose you know i i uh i've talked about it before when you book a show especially when you book a tour with a band and stuff it's always best to have like the whole thing um to give to the the booker or whatever to be like you know the more mo- the more specific things you can give to them the better because that makes their job easier you're just like hey we're this band we sound like this this is our stuff we're gonna uh looking for a show on the 19th and uh we have this band with us and this band as well to put on the show uh if if that date is available for us let us you know if you give them all that they're more likely to be like yeah um uh yeah like they're like yeah we'll um just got a text there sorry uh yeah so that's that's pretty much what we were doing like we were uh you know we got to be friends with these other bands that we played with a lot and it's uh it just became a thing where we were like almost every weekend calling each other and being like, hey, we got a gig here. Can you can you guys play? And then we'll get this guy. We'll get this band too. And we're, you know, and we're all just swapping shows and doing all that, uh, playing with each other, bringing each other in on shows. And I had this. I came up with this idea one night, like, you know, and I was writing all this, like one of those fever dream ideas where you're like, huh, oh, I gotta write this down, Marty. Ah, uh, you got to come back with me, Back to the Future. Why? Oh, uh, how's your father, Marty? Um, so it was one of those kind of moments, and I. Uh, was like, why don't we put together some co- like we we're all all working together anyway. These bands, like, why don't we kind of put together like some umbrella we could all be under, and then we're all promoting each other all the time, even regardless of whether we're playing together at that particular time or not, because we're all this, right? So, um, basically, my idea was to do that, just to put some bands together that we played with all the time. And uh, I, I can't remember, I think maybe Nick and maybe Nick and Robert helped me come up or we came up with this in some way, but Omega Profit is what we, I decided to call it, the Omega Profit Promotions, um, because we all follow the Omega Profit. Um, still, I can't, we really don't remember where that came from, but we did, it, it came from somewhere. And so what it was, was my, like both of my bands at the time, um, awesome uh, amazing downfall 2012 who you know are still out there fucking major touring and all that kind of stuff right now just continue to be successful um hacksaw man was in it at the time when they existed sugarball express i believe was in it as well um the b sharps and um man we had another uh tyrant virus i think the T virus guys, and then you know some, and some of these bands like uh, didn't you know stay on there all that for very long or whatever fell off. But that was like the core, I guess. And then we also 
it, it, I was like surprised everyone was like really into like, yeah, let's do it. I, I didn't know if, you know, if people, if some of them would be like, nah, we do our own thing, man. We don't really need to tie each other all together, but they did. And, and we all, we all were really excited about it and started doing like posters and together. And uh, Robert helped me, uh, Rob, well, Robert actually helped just did it, like put together a website. We had like omegaprofitspromotions.com and we would have like, advertise all the shows on there of course and links to everyone's music and um the podcast that nick and robert and i did back then was like the official omega profit podcast and we'd always promote we did the omega profit corner was one of our segments where we'd go over everyone's shows for the week like and what was coming up where you could see everyone we that's all that and when we eventually end up like bringing some other people on like uh some comedians we had on uh one of them awful uh and i'm only to say his name because fuck him but uh we had uh, uh, the Reverend Butter was another addition where I was like, whoa, I, I was like really stoked that he wanted to be uh, a part of it because uh, I just I admire him so much just still to this day. And, and you know, as an artist and a and a and a person and a, and a like leadership position, all that kind of stuff, I really look look up to him, looked up to him and still do, like I said. And uh, the Reverend Butter is an ice sculptor. He's amazing fucking, he does it with chainsaws and shit in a performative way. He does major installations. Like I did one, I helped him do a few installations. One at the Houston Open, which is a gol- huge golf tournament where it was like, I think we, we, we brought in, like he made two ice bars where like a whole bar is made out of ice where someone's serving drinks to you and shit. We had all these like hundreds of centerpieces that we had to set up, these ice ball things that he froze and flowers. I don't know. He does all kinds of stuff like with that and is very successful is awesome. Shouts out to him. So when he was like, I want in, I want to, I want to be on this with you guys. I was like, oh shit, dude, this is, this could be like some legit ass shit. I was really feeling good about. I was like, man, this just feels great. And it and then why wouldn't it feel great? We go, you know, we're all working together. We're all trying to help each other out and um, <clears throat> and bring each other up. And that's really all it was. You know, it it stayed that way. Um, but we uh we we put together a few throughout like the you know I think Omega Profit maybe lasted a couple of years something like that ran its course you know bands break up people get you know doing other things you know there's different levels of success people hit where their focus has to be elsewhere and and stuff like that but it was it definitely was one of those things you can say it was good while it lasted and we had uh we had a few shows that we threw that were like Omega Profit fucking super show like we had I think you know we did a couple holiday shows like that and um and just like ones that we were like, hey, let's throw a huge show for, for whatever. So we did a few of those where all the bands played and we had the comedian and like all kinds of stuff. Uh, so we did this one. This one, like, that was particularly awesome. I thought uh, we uh, had it at this place here in Houston called Last Concert Cafe. So this place has been around for a long ass time. I might have talked about it before. It's It was traditionally known bef- as like a speakeasy-ish place where you could just smoke weed on the back patio because it was like it's this it's a mexican restaurant at heart i guess but you go outside it's huge open area um outside with like tables and then like this big fucking stage with lights and then there's like a sand pit in the mid the front it's all sand like i guess out there and like because they have drum circles and shit and it used to be like every wednesday night was they called it pot roast 
because that was the band that played, a jam band would play there all night on Wednesdays, and that was the night when you went and they did a drum circle and you could just sit back there and just smoke your weed when it was so taboo, which, it, you know what, it really was. Like, we live in, te- I live in Texas, uh, you know, all the marijuana stuff is pretty relaxed, you know, a lot of places now. Uh, definitely back then, I'm, I'm kind of making light of it, but it was, it was a pretty hardcore thing, and to have, like, a whole place where everyone's, like, smoking blunts and fucking smoking fucking pipes and shit, and it's like, how does this place not get busted? You know, people just don't say anything or w- whatever, but that was, like, the big thing about Last Concert. But they had this huge area, and they had a lot of good shows that came through there, too, and a lot, you know... I'd played there that you could play on a smaller stage area they had too, but the big stage outside was just rad. So we put together a show there where, you know, I think we had like six of the bands playing and uh, we, we, you know, we load in, we get this like, I think Downfall, the Downfall guys had hired a, um, brought in some light, like a guy to do lights, like like lasers and all this crazy shit kind of lights that were just... uh, they were setting those up, and I was like, wow, that's going to be cool. But again, like I was talking about that feeling earlier when I, I stepped up to the mic and hit the you know hit the chord, my, went to sing, and I was like, oh, this is going to be all right. I had that. This was a similar thing. You know, Butter, Reverend Butter shows up, and he's got his, like, you know, trailer with all his uh, stuff. You know, he's got a trailer with all his shit, and I don't know what he's making. I know that he's going to do a performance with Downfall uh, that night where he they play and he carves a you know, a, a sculpture out of the ice uh, while they're playing, and it's really cool. They call it the cold front. I knew he was doing that, but I didn't know what else he was doing. So he starts bringing out these blocks of ice, and he'd have them wrapped in these, you know, when he'd move the ice blocks, they'd be wrapped a lot of times in these, uh, uh, like, kind of moving blanket-looking things because they would help to, uh, like, ins- like a, I don't know, worked as, like, a koozie or something I, so they wouldn't melt. I don't know, keeps them, let's help them stay cold or whatever. I, I just know I, I helped to move a lot of them before. I just didn't know what those blankets are for. But that's what they're for. So he starts bringing out these big, like, kind of rectangular blocks that are at least, like, five feet tall each. And we bring them in, and uh, I'm like, oh, we're all helping in, you know, on these dollies. And he's like, all right, we set these up on the ground in front of the stage. Because the stage was high, like, probably about six feet off the ground or maybe five feet, whatever. But in these blocks of ice, he basically made these, like, kind of pillars that – in the middle or in the ice, he had frozen a transparency type of thing that he printed out and made of the each band's that was playing's logos and his own. And in the middle was a big one. There's just like Omega Profit that logo, and then off to the sides were all the bands and him and all in ice. And it was fucking amazing. It was badass. He ruled those things out and started setting them up. I was like, oh shit, yeah, dude, this is gonna be awesome this is this is rad like that was one of those moments and and man i'd be lying if i told you it wasn't rad the 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 place started to get pretty full as the night went on like that's always something you worry about even when you throw a big show you're like "Ah, people come and then when when a lot of people start coming it was uh it was cool but that's a collective effort you know all of us working bringing everyone bringing each crowd together bringing a you know the crossover you know trying to you know, hype up these shows and get people into it. And this was a good show to go to. We, you know, the, the laser light guys, once it got dark and they put those fucking things on and when downfall performed with, with Reverend butter and doing their whole thing, it was, uh, it was amazing. It was, it's just awesome. Everyone, everyone there was having a great time. 
uh, I remember everyone had a great show. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of times you walk off the stage, something you're like, ah, I mean, that could have been better. I, blah, 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 my energy, this, that. Now, everyone was like just popping on, on, on uh, for this show. And, 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 you know, we all felt good. We all felt good about it beforehand while it was happening. And everyone, we all walked away from that show just like, with this satisfaction, you know, just a happiness and a satisfaction of like, yes, you know, and those, those are the, those are the times when, you know, you need to savor those times and remember, be able to look back on them. And cause sometimes that's what gives you perspective, you know? Um, and that's just something that I'm working on trying to keep my shit together perspective wise. And, and, uh, that's something we should all be working on. You know, not lose, not lose sight of what's really important. And then, when it when it all comes together and really pops, you know, then you can look back at that and say, like, but, you know, what what ha- made that happen and why that was important was because all of us came together. We all worked together, you know. We all put so much effort into this and without an ounce of, like, ego or anything where we're like, well, I'm going to promote them, but, you know, I'm... I'm not going to really promote. No, I mean, it was just like all for one, one for all. That's hard in the arts. It's hard in the band scene, especially to, to find like, you know, musicians that can all have that, that same mindset for like an extended period of time, which we did. And it, it was great. And so, you know, I wanted to tell this story this week, basically, because it made me think of it getting back out there now uh, to be able to play again in front of people and just just kind of remembering the what it's all about and what what makes it like important and what makes it resonate with us and and that these moments to me are really what what does that and and what it is all about or at least what we uh should realize that it's all about <laughs> All right, there we go. Hey, just uh, one of those happy stories about a damn good show and a good time with some good folks. So thank you guys uh, for joining me once again. Uh, I really do appreciate it. Don't forget to follow me on at John Wayne is Dead on everything you do, I do and you do. Uh, go to JohnWayneIsDead.com for all your John Wayne needs. Of course, there in the shop page, don't forget, there's still some uh, of the four packs of the Metal Tarot cards, Iridescent Tarot metal iridescent tarot cards that i i've designed hand uh signed and numbered so get you can get one of those still all my books are up there t-shirts records all kinds of good good things good stuff really good stuff and uh of course when you order from my site everything comes from me so i sign it and send you a little extra and i i very much appreciate you uh for that uh but of course my books are all always available everywhere you can get books amazon kindle all those places and uh also don't forget i'm doing all these narration gigs so if you're into uh audiobooks or you have an audible account definitely uh just search my name and you can see all the books i've done but uh i've got a lot of them in the pipeline too so i will let you know about that and um yeah all that good stuff also at uh, com, you can see uh all of my dates that i have coming up uh, a lot of dates coming up where i'll be on the road so if i'm out there next next to you next to you or by you uh hit me up let's party man if you can't come to the show let's uh let's get a beer or something so uh anyway thanks guys so much for listening and um i will see you next week Thank you.